Absolute Geek Podcast. Thursday night, Phoenix, you're locked into a new episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. Rocking into 2017. Want to say hello to uh, all 41,000 of our new listeners out of right. nowhere. Hello. It's got to be a glitch. It's got to be a glitch. You know, I was saying that. I was like, you text me and I said, I was like, 41,000. I was like, iTunes fucked up. It's got to be a glitch. <clears throat> I'm going to take it, though. I'm going to take it in stride. <laughs> say hello to, well, we, we clearly have. A lot of new people. So this is your uh, if you're just tuning into us for the first couple episodes, say welcome, welcome to the family. Yeah, we've seen a lot of new people on the Facebook page liking and sharing. So thanks a lot, all you new yeah. listeners out there. We've had uh, we've had this addressed a few times, but I just want to kind of throw it out there again. And Kyle and I have have talked about we need new designs. We do sell shirts. If you guys are interested in shirts. Let us know. Right now, we haven't really hooked up with any shirt company, so it's right now. It's um, we make them as needed. Yeah, it's it's as needed. So you would just get a con- get a hold of us on social media or through the or send us a message on the Absolute Geek page. Uh, we'll give you our PayPal. We'll let you know how much the shirts are. You you know it, it's pay before it's pay before. Um, basically, it's it's made. Yeah, like you said, made to fucking. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm rambling here. Buy a shirt, we'll send it to you in the mail. Yeah, pretty much. It's they're made to order. Yeah, is if, what I'm saying. If we get a, few, if we get at least, because I'm looking for a new shirt anyway. Fucking rambling over here. Right? I feel like it's been forever since I've done this. I was gonna step on your foot. But <clears throat> it's only been a week. Should have just like fucking flicked a, a nerd in my mouth or something. Just what we should do is uh, we should shoot out some of the new designs and let people, if people want it, people can pick the new designs. We have to I have to make them first. We have to come up with them first. I mean, we have our traditional one that you've you've seen people like Dan and Eric and Andy and Kyle and Jose and me and Kellen. Who's Jose? Jimmy Chonga. I don't give a fuck about nobody. <laughs> if you're not in this room right does, now, does fuck have you. An geek he shirt? does. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Remember when we were in the Phoenix New Times, he wouldn't put it on, so he looks like a retard? That's right. He would only drape it over his chest. Actually, that's an assault to retards out there. He looks just fucking stupid. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot he had one. But, yeah. Cause, you know what? I actually found a new shirt place by my house that I'd like to go in and check really? out. Yeah, it's, mm. uh, it's in Old Town. I gave... We did some interviews with some people, not necessarily all of them, but one in particular where <laughs> I kind of like one that stood out. Above just the one rest. that just like the fucking alfalfa hair on top of your head. It just mm-hmm. stuck out there. It kind of stood out to me. And like Jose with a full set of hair. Yeah. And now every time I think about like it, being the life of the party. Right. Or anytime <laughs> someone brings it up, I'm like, I, sh- I really let that dude off too easily. And I, I'm too reserved and I'm too worried about my image or you know what's gonna happen it, i just kind of woke know, up and i'm like fuck I think it. a lot of stuff like this is is that was kind of like new terrain for us mm-hmm. it was kind of we were in uncharted we were in uncharted water for us doing you know that kind of an interview so i think now that we've learned and we've grew from it and we now we know f- differently i think if that situation rises again, we can attack it in the right. But I think we tried. 
we did try to hold ourselves in reserve. You know what I mean? Well, because I'm worried about the <clears throat> the business aspect of it, how we're being looked at. Why? Fuck it. If people want to work with us, fuck it. Well, like if people want to work with us, and like you, you look at YouTube, and you look at they have some of the dumbest, fucking vulgar motherfuckers out there and making content, and all these people want to sponsor them and listen to them and. Shit like that. Why? Why be so fucking reserved? Like, we got a local podcast here, Dose Bros. I don't know if you were listening to them. They're funny as hell. I listened to a couple of their episodes, but they don't hold back at all, man. They've got like people, girls spanking each other in their studio, and like they, they're fucking. They just go at it like they don't hold back at all. And it's like, why? Why do we hold back? We used to be some. We have some pretty vulgar episodes of What the Fuck Friday. Yeah, we do. We, I mean, when we talk about fucking, what do, what would you would you rather fucking suck off your grandfather or eat ah. your, eat out your grandma? You know, it's that's it, pretty. You think in the hundreds of episodes we've grown a little soft, <laughs> a soft, little soft right? Yeah, I don't know, maybe we've always been soft, but you know, like um, Ronald, I think his name is Ronald. Mm-hmm. Fucking posted the day. Matt eats food with his dick. Do you remember <laughs> that episode? I do. I didn't remember that episode. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, and I was like, that's right. That's the story. I made you retell it. You told me before. Yeah. And I brought it back up and I made you retell the story. No, well, you, you fucking jumped me. Yeah. Cause we were talking about it before. Um, we, we fucking, you I was like, you don't dip your dick where you eat. Yeah. And then we were talking about that off air and then you fucking brought it up as soon as we started on the podcast. So I had to retell it. <laughs> But uh, I was yeah. laughing. Once I remembered, I was like, what the fuck is the time? Oh, yeah. I started laughing my ass off. But like I, it, it came to the point where you were like, oh, well, my grandmother listens or my mother listens or like it started with Kel- Kellen's mom. If she still listens, you know, God bless her soul. But Kellen, we started with Kellen's mom. We were toning it down. We we're like, we don't want you listening. Remember, remember, we were trying not to cuss in like the first 45 yeah, seconds of the episode. Mm, who, why do I care about that? That's who. You know, I was talking to my because my mom listens. She's like probably like she die hard. I think she like even she ordered. A, does uh, she have a Kyle Dickhead shirt? Yeah, oh, she I, she even was going to order uh, Kane episode one. Really? Just just to su- to support the show to support him because yeah. he was on the show. Mm-hmm. But she just and she's not very computer savvy enough. She couldn't figure out how to get to the website to actually order it. Yeah, or she probably would have ordered it. She should have called you and had you help her. I think that's where our 40,000 listens are from because what she does is she she pushes play on the newest episode and then she lays there and it just she falls asleep listening to the show and it just keeps playing all night long. <laughs> They're all from Kyle's mom. So, so I have to thank my mom for all those 40,000 downloads. That's the thing. Like, I, I can be reserved in that because I know my parents don't listen to this show. My dad knows I do, do it. He supports I do it. And he was like, but I don't fucking know or care what you guys talk about. So my, like my mom is actually bummed that we don't do it the fuck Fridays. Really? She just she gets a kick out of just the, the <sighs> insanity that comes with it. She just she thinks it's funny. Just Well, you know, I'm always down to do what the fuck Friday. But unfortunately, we got a guy who works 10 hour shifts <laughs> and has to go to doctor's appointments at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. You know, he can't record. Can't record. Fucking God forbid you record an episode at start at seven and end at eight. He can't do that. You Sorry, know? I'm busy for the next nine. Yeah. Fridays. Yeah, and got do- doctor's appointments, and I have to drive from point A 50 miles away to get a jug to piss in when I could just piss in a milk <laughs> jug. And, you know, so it's kind of, I mean, and I honestly believe that the what the fucks do, do not work with two people. You need that. No, you need three. 
you need a minimum of three. Yeah. I think, well, actually, three to four. Five's mm. too many because it's just a clusterfuck. Two is not enough. Three to four is that perfect. I'm kind of done bringing on people that just want to, like, I want to see what it's like to podcast. So I'm just going to come in and sit there. If you have nothing to fucking say, don't come on my show. You know? <laughs> fucking Matt's on a kick. No, today. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, it, it's just, I, I'm tired of, of holding back. Then don't hold back. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to anymore. Fuck you, fuck you, yeah, fuck it, you. No, it's not necessarily know that, because like, I appreciate everyone that's here and all of our fans and everyone that's listening to us, but my, me personally, if I were to come up to that person on the street or into their shop and he was to tell me the shit he's spouting off on fucking Facebook, I'd be like, fuck you. you yeah. You're a fucking liar. And for me to sh- sugarcoat it, and, and I caught shit up from it from Kristen, and I let this person take over the interview, and I did. I let them dictate the flow of the interview. And I shouldn't have done that. I don't think you really let them dictate the flow. I don't know. I let him ramble. I didn't, I didn't let, I, well, the, the problem was I didn't listen to most of the episode. Yeah, because I forgot to, to introduce you. So I was out doing other stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, I didn't, like, I think once we were both in it, I didn't see him dictating the episode. I'm just, you know, I can't, I can't worry about, if people are going to want to sponsor us, they're going to want to sponsor us because they like our product and because the people like our show. Sponsor. Not because not because I sugarcoat you know, you know things and and I'm tired of just situations like that. Like we deal with shit like that all the time where people feel like they have some sort of right to this show just because they may have started it and then they're not on it anymore. <laughs> like you have no claim to anything anymore. That's just how I feel. Fucking Matt's got his guns out. <laughs> And they're blazing. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, it, it, there's not enough. I, I've listened back. The problem is I've been on a big podcast kick. Okay. And the thing that people liked about us is they used to like, not necessarily, they used to like when we would argue, not necessarily. Get no, to the they point, used to like when we'd make Jose cry. Yeah. Well, but not necessarily get to the point where we would fight to like, you, one of us would storm out, but where we would argue and disagree with each other. And now I just kind of feel like, me and you have such similar tastes when it comes to books and things like that. That we just flow along. Yeah, that, well, and it almost comes feels like a circle jerk. And I don't... I, no, I, I like that book. No, I like that book. Yeah, it no, needs... Like we need that... We miss that spice, like that third person that just throw that random thing in there to, to bring that, that back that spice. That's what Jose was good at. It was, and I've almost thought about opening up to anyone else out there bringing them in through Skype or something to be a third person on the show not necessarily local mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if I oh, want to do that we should run a contest and we should just we should run some kind of contest and then people can like just sit in and it could be a different show all the time That I would be down with that like we could just have like like they have like, dude, like we could do like a name generator like or like a number generator where we can do the post on Facebook, and everybody who wants to have the opportunity to do the podcast with us can come on and and list their name. And if it's like one through <coughs> forty, we'll do a uh, we'll do a list a number generator. Mm-hmm. Google, pick a number between one and fifty for me. Yeah. All right, number eight, you're it. Well, I mean, I'm almost out of. I've I've tried. I've almost run through my cast of friends that are willing to do this. 
Justin, Kristen, Eric. The other problem with Brent. it is it's, it's hard to it's it's fun to do it once in a while. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people like. I like to do it all the time. Like I enjoy doing it. I like coming here and do like. I I, it, I it's a it's a lot of fun. It's still a lot of fun to me. And I think what it is is with a lot of people. And and I'm not singling anybody out. And I'm not. This is what just how my overall feel of it is. Yeah, I want to do a podcast. You want to do it, but you don't want to do it. They don't want to do it all the time. Yeah, they just want to sit in whenever, whenever they have a minute. You yeah, know? and they just can come over and do it. I think. And I think what what I always have in my mind is when I say, okay, we want someone here, then we want somebody here. You you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 was what my idea was. And I just think to me, it looks like everybody they want to do it. They they enjoy doing it. It's cool. It's fun, but not like it's really hard to come here time after time after time because you're always working your schedule. Like today, we had I we had to come in what I had to come like two hours early because I have a family thing I have to go do. Yeah. And it's hard to constantly. You have to go help your son learn how to be a freshman in January. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> you know? So you go. What you we still do, got five months before school's out. It's three. What, don't they get out in May? February, March, April, May. It's like yeah, it's yeah, four. Well. I think it takes that long in the process of paperwork is what I'm assuming. But they're gonna go there and like I, I, you know, I did it two years ago and you sit there and you're pretty much you get an idea of the school. You're walking around. They gave you a packet and you got to fill it all out for like, uh, so all the clubs are there. Like, like my daughter will be at the art club table trying to get people to join the art club. And I think she'll be doing the journalism table as well because she's in journalism. Wow. And, uh, yeah, she writes, she'd rent for the paper, but, uh, <coughs> she should she, write articles for us. Right. I should <laughs> ask her. Should probably get them done quicker than Kellen <laughs> or anybody else that we've asked. <laughs> but and, you know what I mean. And I think that's what it is. You get to see the camps. You get to meet the teachers. I don't know why they do it in January. I have no idea why. I don't know why. You think they do it like a month before school gets out or something? I don't know. But I don't know. It's a it's a big step. And you walk around like uh, my daughter joined. She's in the anime comic club, which is more anime than comic. Yeah, because kids don't fucking read comics. <clears throat> They're but, all fucking weeaboos. I don't know. I think like he wants to join ROTC. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he wants to be a sniper and kill people. <laughs> <laughs> no, they gotta love that Call of Duty, huh? He's sit, dude. He, I. It's kind of overgrown because I'm lazy. My backyard I go into, but he has. I think I've told this story before, but he's dug holes all over my backyard, and he's 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 got all these made. Uh, what the fuck are they called? We dress up like the grass. Gilly suits? Gilly suits. Dude, I've walked in the backyard, and I've not known he was back there, and I've shut the door and locked it and went back inside because I couldn't, like, he's gilly suited his entire gun <laughs> and everything. He's covered in grass and fucking, he's got, like, two different ghillie suits, but, dude, since he was, like, five, dude, he's wanted to kill people as a sniper. Jesus. Like, he knows all about, like, the top snipers of, I don't know. It's funny. Wow. So now he gets to join ROTC. There you go. So I gotta go. Sometimes you have to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta be a dad, right? Right, once in a while. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it. <clears throat> but this this whole rain is just about personal growth and change and changing this show. And it's 2017. We're gonna get raw, motherfuckers. We're gonna have a new president starting tomorrow who doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. So I wonder if he's still gonna tweet like every like five minutes. Who knows? But. 
he doesn't give a fuck and he says whatever he wants on Twitter and gets away with it and so fuck it, right? So that's that's your I'm just tired of being I'm just tired Where of holding Where did this come that. from? You said you were you've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been listening to ours and I've been listening to a lot of other shows and <clears throat> it's just I'm I'm tired of you know, you know, if I'm talking to you face to face on the street, I don't dumb down what I say. Like that that's one thing about me is I mean I'm direct, I'm in your face, I say Well, like the way the way we talk in our chat is a lot yeah. different than the way we sit here. Right. And I because I dumb it down, I'm playing I play this character on this this show to a point. Like the stories I tell we tell are are true, but some of them may be blown up to be more entertaining. But maybe for you, you know. Oh. Yeah. But you know, I just, I just feel like when I, if I were to talk to you in the street, I'm very blunt. I'm very, I'm very opinionated. I, I say things that might hurt your feelings, but people appreciate that because I'm not a fake person. I'm not going to be fake to you <laughs> for that. And I, I don't mean to be that way, but it's just how it comes off. And, and in here, why should I sugarcoat? Because I'm going to worry about losing a, a listener. You know? Yeah. It just, I, we can't please everybody. Yeah. And we've learned that many times. Yeah. And we used to be, like, we've had people like like Eric who were like, God damn, you guys are, are edgy. My wife says that that's super inappropriate, but she busts out laughing. You know, that, that's what I want. Like, I want to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I want to be adults. We're adults here. You know? We don't have to sugarcoat. If you let your kid, your your children listen to our show, that's your own fault. <laughs> There's a parental advisory on everything where you go to download the show. It says parental advisory everywhere. So you know we're we're an eighteen plus show. We should be eighteen. We plus. should be eighteen plus. Even though we're fucking talking about comics. Well, <laughs> I'm just playing. It's just, I mean, it's kind of our opinion on them, but I'm I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to be that way with this show. But I'm I'm tired of just people being stupid and getting away with it. Yeah, you know I'm I'm tired of people like the situation that's going on right now in the con community where our local con community. our local con community where this convention owner is just tirading every fucking day, spouting verbal diarrhea, talking about how he hates uh, fake news, but then in the same sentence is turning around and spreading fake news. Right. Like, I hate, like, I can't stand that shit. Like, that's hypocritical as fuck. And it just, it's finally to the point where, like, I can't sit back. Like, people are are messaging us. Well, are you guys going to cover this again? Are you guys going to cover this again? Are you going to talk about this again? Well, no, we're trying to distance ourselves from it. But maybe that's the wrong move. I don't, you know, my whole opinion on it is it just, I don't see what us interviewing him again or trying to get him back on the show is going to help or hurt. No, it's not. Because if you are involved in this in any which way and you are, are connected to this and you are reading what he's writing, he's, he's doing enough for himself. There's nothing we can do to help or hurt him. But I just want to get that personal satisfaction of, of being like, you are a fucking moron. And this is why I, you know, and I get, Bad publicity is good publicity, but you have to shut up. You have to <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle the bad shit. Like, like it doesn't need to. You, you don't need to make every single fucking thing a fight. No, it doesn't need to be a long drawn out 
verbal battle. You don't have to, you know, and, and, you know, even, you know, even saying, Hey man, maybe you just need to chill out a little bit, making a fight out of that mm-hmm. just shows you're going, you're just going after it to fight. You just, what you're doing is you've learned that negative, this negative and reinforcement that you're getting is what's keeping you relevant because people are still talking about the con. People are still talking, even though it's, it's very relevant. That's even though it's all in a bad light, it is still it is still buzzing. It's been weeks, mm-hmm. months or two, maybe longer, but it's still, you know what I mean. Like I was telling you today, it's it's almost to the point where it's like it's a soap opera for me. It's it's junk food for my brain. Like, what is this guy going to? What is he going to blow up about? Apologize for? blow up about and then say he doesn't want to be on social media and then continue to just barrel roll through it and, and continue and do the same cycle over again. What is, what is he going to pick to, to blow up about today? That's, I mean, that's almost like the show that I'm watching now. And it, you know, and it's, it's, I, it's, I'm not very many clicks away at any time to see the next blow up. Yeah. And, and I, I, I'm assuming this is, I'm not the only one as this is why, because all you have to do is just people are intentionally going and saying, watch this. Hey, boom. It's a blow up. Like yeah. People are doing it intentionally just, just to see what is this guy going to, to, to blow up about. And I, I don't know. There's just a, you need to learn to, you really need a PR person. <laughs> right. Or just, you just don't have to argue with everybody. Just, or fight, let the, your, fight the battles that need to be fought. Or let fought. your less temperamental, level-headed wife do the talking, and you just shut up. I don't know. I you know, I just think you just you know you don't have to fight every battle. You know, to to win the war, yeah, you don't have to win every battle. You're gonna lose some. Pick and choose. Pick and choose your battles. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm gonna come on here and be vulgar to be vulgar and be nasty just to be nasty but you know if you need to be put in your fucking place i'm gonna do it like i'm just tired of being walked all over and and i I just kind of feel like with doing three shows we became we became kind of soft and like even even with this show like we we stopped discussing things we'd stop discussing matters so we'll come in we'll talk we'll do a little bit of news and it's just like we we flow through the news. We don't even talk really talk about the topics. It's just like next, 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 mm-hmm. next, 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 next. You know, it, it just we used to at the beginning of the when we started, we used to talk about things going on and issues in the community. And now it's kind of like we don't touch that stuff. We touch the mainstream news, and and that's it. And it's kind of like to me this whole thing with I'll say it with this whole thing with Outlaw Comic Con, we've kind of ignored it. Because we interviewed him, and then we were like, whatever, and we kind of distanced ourselves because, like you said, he's been doing a good enough job blowing himself up on his own without us having to give him that that stage to do it. Yeah, I now, mean, he doesn't, we, he doesn't need us right. to, to make him look good or bad. It, it's, I'm all for giving anybody that stage to say their piece, to get their, what they need, their side of the story out there, and that's fine. But I just the, we we 
turned our backs, so to speak, a little bit on the local fan and started picturing more of like everyone. And we're not focusing on homegrown fans as much as I think we should. And that's kind of like, well, we don't talk about yeah, but local the difference stuff. Between, between the way I look at it is our homegrown fans that are here, they get to actually like, there's a con, they get to hang out with us. Yeah. They get to, you know what I mean? They, the lovely little dollar signs, yeah. as they call them. Yes. Not Jimmy Chonga, a, a different Jose. You get, they get to, like, he gets to hang, like, Jose, he gets to hang out with us. Anybody that lives here, Sierra, I think they, she could just, you know, there's a con, there's something going on. She wants to have a beer. We could, they could, they could, if they really want to hang out with us, they can actually just yeah. say, hey, you want to hang out? So I think, and I, like, to me, if I were to be living in another state and what I was listening to was concentrating on something that wasn't like, I listened to a show, I used to listen to a show that was in Florida. When they would start talking about local Florida stuff, I'd fucking just zone out. Like I didn't, like they would battle the other radio station. I don't give a shit about yeah. fucking numb nuts at the two dials down. I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I liked when they kept it catered kind of to everybody. I, I think, I I think being someone who, you know, people listen to us from everywhere, I think catering so locally is would be boring to them because they don't, yes, it's something to listen to, but they don't really care what's going on here. Right, yeah. It's like, just like when we would do our, our you know, we, we would sit talk, you know, talk about Phoenix Comic Con for an entire episode. They would be shit, yeah. Nobody cares because it's not their local con. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Maybe we just need to do like a, a segment that's local news in it. I, I don't know how we'll do it, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's, it's to 2017. We, we need to spice things up a little bit. Like it's going on three years of this, of this show. 40 K 250 some episodes, 41 K listeners in 10 days in 10 days. Like that's the biggest, that's the quickest. We usually, yeah, that's the quickest we've hit yeah. that in 10 days. Like that's, that's insane. And I appreciate everybody out there that listens to us. Don't, even if it is a glitch. Don't yeah. Even <laughs> if you are a glitch. Don't let my little my little tirade here think that we don't care about you or nothing. And I do. It's just I just wanna be I wanna be able to just say my piece, you know? Say it. I know. I don't want to sugarcoat things and we like Kyle said, if you're in the Phoenix area to come to a convention, I know some people have said they want to come. They come to Phoenix all the time, and you want to hang out? Hit us up. You listen to Phoenix, you come to the show, you fucking message me on Facebook, I'll come have a beer with you. Yeah, there you go. Kyle doesn't drink beer, but he drinks sissy blueberry beer. That fucking shit is the bomb. <laughs> sissy blueberry beer. It's it's Turns stronger, your dick into a it's, vagina. It's stronger than most beers. Turns your dick into a vagina. Like, what, what's a regular beer, 6%? Uh, between that and 8.8, depending on what you drink. But, a, I mean, a regular beer, I mean, that one was like 8-something. I think eight point eight is like the norm. I'm not sure though. I don't. I'm not. A, I thought it was like six percent. Maybe. Alcohol. I don't know. I'm not a beer aficionado. Like drink, All I know is that beer is delicious, and I guzzle it down my throat. Like if you have a Bud Light. That's Bud Light and, and fucking cools like basically water. Bud Light alcohol content. Four point five percent. Four point two. Four point two per volume. So like that that blueberry beer I was drinking is double that. Yeah. You never put fruit in beer, dude. It's fucking good, ass Lance. <laughs> it's fucking good. I, I, dude, I, I look for it at stores, man, and I fucking, I can't find it. 
So I end up having to spend like seven bucks a beer on it. At Bevmo or Total Wine? It's not there. Really? I don't have it. So I end up having to go to the one bar that I know has it, and I drink it for seven bucks a bottle. Jesus. Yeah. Christ almighty. I mean, that's an average drink at a bar, though. Yeah. It's not that crazy. That's going to be my first wreck. God damn it. I think, and, and to everyone out there that was messaging about, yes, me doing a show, I appreciate it. Are you going to do one? I am going to do one. Oh, I do shit. have it. I think I've, I'm laying the groundwork on it. I have, I actually have a few guests lined up already. Oh, wow. Yeah. You really took that and ran with it, huh? Yeah, I have a few Is guests. Is it what we were talking about the other day? Yeah. Damn. You really took that and ran with it, Yeah, huh? I have a few guests set up already. I have, it's, I'll give you guys kind of an insight what it's going to be. It's It's going to be like, it's going to be fucking cool. That's it. That's all you guys get. No, I'm just playing. Did you come up with a title with it yet? No. Message from a bottle? No. Thoughts from the bottom of a bottle? I haven't I haven't decided on the name yet, but I, it's going to be, you know what I'm going to do is I just want to interview cool, cool people that do interesting things. And that's what it's going to be. I'm going to sit down with people and have a couple beers. Not to, Actually, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'll probably drink whiskey. Comic shop owners getting together and talking about business while eating chicken nuggets. Yep. <laughs> but it's it's things that people and, and things that, that people do that I find interesting. So that's and I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna I'm gonna interview them about and just have a conversation with fucking people I think I do that I think do interesting and cool things. There you go. And I already have a few people lined up. And I already I'm about to reach out to probably about I'm gonna do I'm probably going to do two shows, wow. see how it goes, and then I'm probably going to reach out to like five more people that I have. I have a list of people like that I think will be fun, and I have a couple ideas that surrounding it too. So There you go. So I appreciate all you guys that encouraged me because I really wasn't going to fucking do it. <laughs> Kyle, superstar podcaster extraordinaire, huh? I guess. Fucking no more hero support. You're, you're coming up in the ranks, huh? I guess. It's going to be a mobile... I think I'm actually going to go out and buy like, what is it like? It's called, I think it's called a zoom. Mm-hmm. And it's got, I think it's got the little microphones on it and you can record. Mm-hmm. You can, it's got like a little EQ with dials and stuff on the device. Yeah. And just set it. I think it's like what Jose from the other podcast brought from, um, finding Arizona. Yeah. Remember he brought a zoom. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get one of those so I can go out and I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do it in bars. And outside of bars and at bars, like so you could it's a so for most people it'll be a comfortable environment. You're not walking into a lot of background noise though. Well, a lot of you know, a lot of places have yeah, it's gonna be a little bit of background noise. I'm gonna have to dial it in. But I think it'll be cool like out in the world. Yeah. And not in like a studio, like out somewhere. And most people I like to drink, so I'd like to have a couple drinks while I do it. And I think that would be fun to do it. It sounds. I, we've if been, you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. I mean, we've been talking about doing something like that for a long time. And when people were saying do your own show, I was like, why? Why you came up with that idea? Why not run with it? Why not go for it? Yeah, so I'm actually gonna do it. I've kind of had the same idea of doing a show like that, the same but more talking just to, to people about being people. And one of the things I wanted to do was was just like you know have a conversation with my dad. 
and he's got cool stories to tell and and things like that and that's something you know and that's that's kind of like a two-way street that's something that you can keep forever because when they're gone that's something you can refer back to you know and this conversation that you had with your family and, and things like that like It'd be cool to for you to get out of that and do that with like your mom and dad or or whatever. If I decide to get that going too, but I think it's a fucking fantastic idea, dude. You should have your own show. Like people that have I don't know, like I'm gonna do people that've got like cool jobs. Yeah, that that I think are cool. Nobody's job is cool. Everybody's job sucks, but jobs that I think are like cool. Mm-hmm. Like hey, that guy does something that's fucking cool. Like tell me about your what I think your cool job is, and then. And just let it escalate into stories and to and just to whatever, and it's just gonna have a couple beers and shoot the shit. That sounds sounds like a fantastic idea. It sounds like it'll suit you very well. So that's what I'm gonna. That's see see what you guys do. You guys inspired Kyle. You inspired me. You inspired Kyle to go out into the world. Congratulations. Fly away, Kyle. Lance really got it going. Did he? Yeah, did he? He was he was first. Andy came in, and there was a few others, a couple others. It was cool. So, but Lance really, because I was talking about it, and you were, te- I was telling you no. Yeah. Remember, I was, I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna do nothing like that. I'll just fucking sit here and bullshit." I kept telling you to do it. And we- then I was, I was actually talking to Eric about it too, and Eric's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then Lance came in, and then when, you know, then fucking Downer Kellen. Going mixed Red Bull so many ways with whiskey. Well, I think he was just joking, but know. you know. I took it as a metaphor for life. <laughs> you can only mix your life so many ways. Because <laughs> yep. your life mixes with Red Bull and whiskey. Like, no, you can only, you know, like I'm a bland person. Like, you can only mix Red Bull and whiskey oh. so many ways. You're kind of, it's kind yeah. of boring. Whatever. And then I said, fuck Kellen. He's the biggest down I've ever met. And there you go. <laughs> but, you know, in, like I said, I, I like Jose. I like Kellen fine. But yeah, it's we just, just like to fuck with him. We've we've worked hard on this show, and like that was one of the other things that pissed me off is that <laughs> we get we got interviewed, we got approached by Jose to do his his show, Finding Arizona, because we were one of the top ten podcasts in Phoenix, must hear podcasts in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and we let someone who left our show take over that interview. Yeah, he totally dictated that episode. You know, and nothing wrong with that because he he's. I mean, well, there is something wrong with that, but he is a founder of the show, but that only goes so far, and it's just, he is a part of the show in some aspects still, like, he still talks to you guys on on Facebook, and, and well, basically just Facebook, because normally if it's Twitter, it's me. Yeah. Um, But he's not here doing the 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 weekly the weekly show, the, the meat and the potatoes of, of the show, you know, and and that's kind of where I'm I'm at. And like Jose, he's got an excuse every time we want to record. And you know, it's <laughs> he had a big excuse for a long time, which was understandable. Yeah, but no, now he's I back. understand. He he had a stroke, but now he's back to work. He's back to normal life. And I understand he's got to go to doctor's appointments for it and stuff like that. But to to ask us, do you guys want to record? And this is no shit. To ask us, do you guys want to record? And then I say, sure. And then not say a word about it <laughs> that day we're supposed to record and i'm waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> and when he doesn't say anything then i'm like fucking i don't feel like recording anymore i'm getting so annoyed uh, like i don't want to record anymore you know it's like just I, like uh, it's like dude seriously but that's right we fucking bitched about this for 35 minutes <laughs> I'm just saying. There's half our show. You know, 2017, we want it to be our year. We want it to be a great year. We're going to try and 
make the show as entertaining as possible for you guys and incorporate some more entertaining stuff into it. Well, I'd shoot. I th- Growth is what yeah. we're looking for this year. Growth. And you guys already listened to the D&D show that we put on. I'm trying to get other shows coming. I've got Matt and Matinee coming. Sorry, that's been put on the back burner. There just hasn't been any fucking movies worth seeing. You know? Um, Dude, the next one you need to do is Split. I'm going to go see, fucking see that. that movie so bad. It comes out Friday. I'm going to see it tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow. It's M. Night Shyamalan, though. I, so I, it's going to be fucking awesome, and then it's going to shit the bed at the end. Uh, I'm going to go see it. Um, but have you seen the, the the latest trailer for it? Yeah. The one that's on YouTube, it's like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it gives the whole fucking movie away. Like, it gives, like, everything away. Pretty much. Like, I was, that after I, like, I was really stoked. I'm still kind of excited to see it. I watched like that. It was like a seven minute. It's like the last chain they put out like three weeks ago. And it's like, it's like five, six, seven minutes long or something. But they fucking, I was like, I started thinking, I was like, holy shit, this movie's not going to be any good. There's movies coming up that I'm like, for, as far as Matt Matt and goes, my next, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do Split. I'm going to do Resident Evil that comes out next Friday. I want to do Logan with you though. I'm going to do Logan. I'm going to do uh, a movie called Patterson. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I mean, Matt, Matt and matinee doesn't have to be every week. No. Yeah. No. And I'm going to so do like, like, you know, so there'll be a, there'll be a gap. There won't be that much of a gap because like Logan comes out in March and everything's going to, and then once the summer comes out, there's going to be, it, there's going to be a lot of, yeah. Movies. For movies. Sure. You know what I mean? And then it'll slow back down. And, but that's the thing is we're, we're the whole reason that we stopped doing three shows a week at the end of last year was to grow. And we said, come 2017, we're going to have a growth. And, you know, you guys spurred Matt in a matinee, so that's taken off. And then you, the D and D stuff's taken off, and now Kyle's gonna do his own show, and and I'm gonna be part of another of a wrestling podcast. And it's just, it's all kind of culminating into to growth and and what we wanted to do. See, so we took away two shows, and we didn't take away two shows. We, we combined two shows. We combined two shows and kind of put one in permanent hiatus. Until we can figure out a, a actual schedule for it, but I, honestly, what I think we should do with it is truly plan it out, like for Jose, and it doesn't need to be every Friday. But no, just, just once in a while, we'll just do one. Yeah, maybe we'll do like, uh, um, you know, I mean, like once a month we'll do one, or you know, once where we just get a hair up our ass and we'll fucking just get a hair up our ass, get a hair up our ass and just fucking do it. Let's hear some news. Just some fucking growth. So again, if you guys love our show and you want to support us, all 41,000 of you, you can do so through Patreon. You don't necessarily have to do there, but we do encourage you to go to iTunes. If you listen to us on an iPhone, you're listening to us on iTunes, go to iTunes, leave us a review. Only good ones though. We haven't had iTunes reviews in a long time. We need to know, believe it or not, we read all of them. If it's, you know, funny, we read it on air. If it's shitty, we read it on air. We read every single one of them. Leave us iTunes reviews. We can't ask for those enough. That really helps our show or out just, or so much. Or just drop them off at, uh, on Facebook. Or on Facebook, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I haven't asked for, I haven't pushed iTunes and all that in a long time. And I'm just saying, it's, I, I, we, we really love, love that kind of stuff. We love to know what you guys like about this show. We love all the new interaction we're getting from all the new people that are coming to the page. People liking and sharing and commenting and and things like that. And I like that. I can't remember who it was today. 
that told me that fucking they want me to do a mat and a matinee on Power Rangers so they don't have to go see that horseshit movie. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I watched the new. We'll get into it. I'll wait till you talk. You're going to talk about it today anyway. So what's that? I'll just wait. We can start with. Oh Power Rangers. yeah. Well, look, fucking while we're on that topic, let's start with the two new trailers that came out today. Like fucking Christmas. Power Rangers. The Power Rangers trailer did not spark any interest in me. Really? I didn't. It didn't. I just. I. The only part I thought was funny. The best part of it was, how was your day? And she was like, I went underground to this alien uh, yeah. spacecraft. And we, she's like, pay this cup. Yeah, I thought the that was funny. I thought it was kind of comical when they're in the water. And they're like, look, we're glowing. And the Asian dude's like, I'm black. And the black dude's like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> he's like, no, I am. I don't know. I'm really skeptical. Like, I think I was right on that cusp of Power Rangers. Like, it was on, I watched it, but I wasn't into it. You know what I mean? Like, it was on, but I'm very skeptical on this movie. I I was, too, in the new trailer. The new trailer kind of sparked my interest. You know, if anyone was listening to this podcast, you know I'm a, a fucking hardcore OG Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan, and it, it sparked my interest enough. I understand that... You have to modernize it. You have to. That's what I'm hoping. Move that. this into a direction to, to capture odd, like the masses and not necessarily just at Power Rangers. I fans. think that's what Power Rangers is needing, though. Yeah, as a shakeup. Is that you know that mo- I think it needs to be modernized a little bit, because you know Power Rangers is a very low budget show, and you could tell it was. It was very, you know what I mean, like. I don't know how it got. I only remember really that like first season. Well, it start yeah. Well, it's a Japanese Super sen- Sentai show, and they brought it over here. So I just remember being it being like I don't know if it got better. It pretty much progressively stayed the same. The formula has been the same for years. <laughs> but I think it needs. I think a good modern take on it would be kind of cool, though. There's, I mean, there's some things from the original series that they're bringing into it that I can't get over. On how some of the characters look, just because it's but the characters never look the same. No, but they never transpire over. You don't take Goldar, who's supposed to be a character that's a giant monkey that's in gold armor, and make him like this gold, like this fucking dripping gold, like lava monster. Like that's just <laughs> stupid. And oh, he's, that's a lot of gold. Yeah, fucking retarded. Yeah, it is a lot of gold. <laughs> and the only thing, the thing that bothered me about the trailer is. And they do it with superhero movies. Is what the fuck is the deal with taking off your mask? Like I thought, the whole thing about having a mask was to have a secret identity, right? So you got this Spider-Man film where the dude, like every Spider-Man film, dude's got his mask off half the fucking film. You know, everyone knows who the fuck he is. I'm Spider-Man. I'm Iron Man. I'm Captain America. Like, you know, I know these. A lot of these characters are already out in public, but especially Iron Man. But you got all these people that are just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking show you my secret identity. What's going on? You know. <laughs> and you're watching this trailer, and half the time they're fighting in the Zords, they don't have a fucking hel- their helmets are open. I thought it was like a weird training thing. It's like, why is your helmet open, bro? Right. You know, it's just I'm just like, ugh. like I, I don't know. I'll go see it. I'm excited for it. I don't want to say excited. I think but I'm gonna watch it on the internet. It, it's the new trailer's definitely piqued my interest more than the the first trailer did. So I'll give it a shot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna go into it not expecting to be impressed. That's the best way to watch a movie. And I'll like let that. it surprise me if it's going to. That's a, even even you know this is what I always say for comic book movies over and over again. Walk in there not expecting shit. 
Yeah. So if it's better than you expected, than you didn't expect, if you expected, I didn't expect shit, hey, it wasn't too bad. It was just a movie. Just go in there and just fucking run with it. Yeah, I think that's I, that, that's, I think that's the only Where's way you to do approach. is throw your soda at the screen and walk out. It's like, fuck this garbage. The worst thing you could do is walk out and be like, I spent $10 on dumber things. Right. You know, but the yeah, so the, we got the Power Rangers trailer this morning. And it was, I mean, it, like I said, it sparked my interest. But the one that really fucking made my day was the Logan trailer. I fucking filled the cup when I watched that. I've watched it like four times. So I've watched the Red Band trailer like four times. Uh, there's just something about Sir Patrick Stewart saying fuck that just fucking tickles my fancy. Right? Everybody's fucking getting over yeah. that. It's because it's the English accent. Uh, maybe. She's 11 years, you know. No. Not eating, haven't slept in two days. She's eleven years old. I'm ninety. <laughs> I'm fucking ninety. You know, <laughs> it's just like <clears throat> we got we got what we wanted in the trailer. We got a more look at X twenty three, and you can tell that she's actually like the savage, wild, feral X twenty three. Like yeah. they're going through that whole like trying to to break her type thing, and that you can tell that's kind of like. See, I didn't know that the premise was supposed to be that Charles has a. Um, brain a memory um what is it degenerative disease oh where he's losing his power yeah yeah and that's why he's dying and that dude just that whole movie like when she's in at the beginning of the trailer when she's in the grocery store and the dude who looks like quicksilver yeah fucking is like trying to stop her from stealing she fucking flips him down yeah and she's about to you know extend her claws and logan grabs her and he's like not like this and he fucking steals the cigars and leaves. i thought it was jerky no it's their cigars oh i thought it was he took a bunch of jerky <laughs> yeah, and walked out. their cigars but he steals the cigars and takes off and i like the fact that they kind of went meta with it where that he's got it he's like oh look we've got an x-men fan and he's like, 20% of this maybe happened, but not like this. That's not a real issue of X-Men. The pages were drawn by an actual artist, though. So. Yeah, but that's yeah. not that's not like, that's not issue 126 no, of no, X-Men yeah. or one. I think it actually says like 117. Yeah. It's not actually that issue. Just in but, case anybody thought that was an Easter egg or something, it's not. But yeah, it's just, it was a bomb trailer in... I'm, I'm it makes super it look excited like for this movie. Get a fucking die in it. it and yeah, especially that part in the woods. As long as they don't fucking, they don't encase him in animanium, yeah. we're fucking gold. Well, and that could be just a, a play because we know that Wolverine, as he got older and becomes Old Man Logan, his his degenerate or his regenerative powers he just slows down. Slows down. Yeah, he doesn't heal as fast. But I think that's where it's going to be. I think he's gonna. He's gonna jump in. He's gonna be like in Terminator Two. They're gonna put him in the fucking. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I put, I put on Facebook. Shut up and take my money. Right. Like that's it's that's essentially what it is. It's shut up and take my money. I might go see that like Thursday night. Like X Men Origin, fuck that movie. The Wolverine, that was a good movie. I might be like, what fucking podcast? I'm gonna go see Logan. Yeah, The Wolverine was a good movie, but Logan looks like it's gonna be amazing. Oh yeah, it's gonna be badass. I can't wait to see it. I just can't wait to see his claws go through someone's skull. Like we're finally, it, it sucks. It took 17 years to finally give us the Wolverine that we want to see. And it's, and last it's one. his last one. <clears throat> that's the only, that's the only thing that sucks. And I'm really hoping that, um, 
Ryan Reynolds can figure out a way to talk him into coming back to do a Deadpool Wolverine movie. And I hope fucking James Bond isn't going to be Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. His his age and look fit. I just don't think he's muscular. I thought they were showing. And then like I saw that article where people were like, yeah, he's going to be fucking he's going to be cable. And then like two articles down, they were talking about somebody else being cable. Well, it's just speculation because they took a picture together and it said Logan Wade Bond. Yeah, but but fucking uh, what the fuck is his Logan? What the fuck is his real name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Huge. Huge Jack- Jackman. He said he wasn't. He didn't. He was. This is it. This is the last time he's playing Wolverine. He's not. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? They keep because you know and Ryan Reynolds is really pushing him to be in Deadpool too, and he's like, I'm, I'm not playing Wolverine again. I think he's kind of wavering on it though. Because I think money fucking talks. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. He he said it could be the last time he's playing a Wolverine movie. So it, maybe he might do it as a supporting character, <clears throat> where it's not a, a movie based on him. But you you know, I think it's who, getting too hard on him to to get that physique. Well, he's been playing the same character for tw- for seventeen years. You yeah. know, I understand that, but. 17 years and we're finally getting the Wolverine movie we fucking deserve and it's the last one. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool to see him in fucking Deadpool too. Yeah. That'd be fucking cool. Even if he like, he's only in it for like five minutes. Well, apparently Colossus, I I heard Colossus and Negasonic are going to be in Deadpool too. Um, Cable's going to be in it too, but he's not going to be like, it's still going to be a solo film. Kind of like the first one was. So, who knows? But, I, I'm, again, I can't say enough about Logan. Like, it's fucking kick ass. It, it looks like it's going to be a fucking fantastic film. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> and it'll, I, be, it'll be my first favorite movie of 2017. I was surprised that that movie's coming out so early, too. I don't understand what, what why March, but. You figure that's more like a a mid movie. There's so but many fucking movies coming yeah, out this year. I, I think, I think that's, that's what it is. Because you're, I mean, the meat of the summer, you're gonna have to fucking um, deal with Spider Man Homecoming and Justice League and all these other Transformers and all these I other see, movies. I think it's, just too, talk it's about. gonna be too much. I think Guardians two, Thor, fuck yeah, Thor Ragnarok. See, like, look at all these fucking Matt and Matt and are gonna be doing. I know. I'm gonna be busy summer, man. I do want to do. I want to help with the Logan one and the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Fuck yes! I can't wait to see that movie. I'm saving my, my your pennies. My I'm saving my I, every year. My sister gets me a Harkins gift card for me and and the wife and the kids, and that's <coughs> what we're gonna. We were almost gonna go last week and see the movies, but there's some shit out. No, there's there's a, like we looked through and we were like, what are we gonna go see? Bye bye man. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Yeah. I mean, we were looking through and it was like what. What movie do you want to go? And we're like, fuck it, we'll just wait. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll go see. Maybe we'll go see Split Saturday night. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Um, eventually, and probably Saturday afternoon. Do the you know whole whole Madden Matinee thing. Oh, you have to actually go see it in the afternoon. No, but nobody knows that you <coughs> did it. I know. No, but I'm just not. You know, it's cheaper Dude. than. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Cheaper, less you're people. You're fucking in. You're in character. You're in character. Matt, matinee. I'm oh yeah. S- I'm seeing it. At I'm noon. seeing it. Yep. <laughs> Before prices go up, goddamn oh, it. Fuck. 
All right. I got a character to fucking do. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan wants to star in Stranger Things, or wants, uh, well, not star in, but um, he wants in on Stranger Things season two. Um, after all the Stranger no. Things creators, Matt and Ross Duffer, previously wrote for Shyamalan's television series, Wayward Pines. Since they got their big break on Shyamalan's TV show, the director is hoping they will repay him, letting him direct a few episodes of the Netflix series. No. Absolutely well, direct not. Direct him. Go ahead. Just don't help write him. No. Don't no, direct him. He's no. not a bad director. No. No, thank you. He's, he's not a bad... He's a good director. Listen, he took one of the things in life that I'm passionate about. And he Avatar, fucked it up. Avatar The Last Airbender. And he fucked it. And he shit on it. He laid a big old fucking... Yeah, but I don't think that was He him. ate a bunch of curry and laid a giant fucking <laughs> turd on it. I think... I think what happens with that stuff is is like when people who with money are running the show, I think that's the kind of stuff you end up with. Now, I think I think something like Stranger <laughs> Things where I think like there's a little more creative control over Stranger Things where he, I, maybe he might be able to direct it well. And, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. My daughter's a huge Avatar fan. I'm going to do this movie right. Well, I hope your daughter doesn't talk to you anymore because you that fucked was a- it up. <clears throat> pile of horse shit and he constantly he's continuously every year trying to pitch the second and third part of that movie and nobody fucking wants that nobody wants that fucking movie that fucking pile of horse garbage oh man i think it's fucking i was so disappointed because i i loved that cartoon when it came out on nickelodeon yeah like i thought it was fucking great even though split is his movie i'm hearing good things about it like i'm hearing that from early viewers that split takes it back to his roots, his roots and more of like the sixth sense and, and things like that. But you know, you get some of these other Shyamalan movies and they're just fucking terrible. He went from being a, a respected director to now it's cringeworthy. Every time you say his name, it's either the butt of a joke or it's just fucking cringeworthy. Every, but you know what? Everybody fucking shits a couple movies. He shit a lot of movies. He's probably got about a decade of shitting movies. Like, I mean, like, Unbreakable was pretty good. Signs wasn't bad. The Sixth Sense is a good movie. Yeah. Um, That Village movie wasn't that good. No. Um, Devil? I never even seen that one. Where it all fucking takes place in, like, an elevator? That's his movie? Yeah. That movie's fucking garbage. <laughs> That's yeah. one where it's in the, where everybody's, like, it's in the, everybody's seeing their yeah. own, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay. That was his movie. Yep. And, meh, that one wasn't too good. Um, he fucked up Avatar, but I, I can't think of that movie. He actually like when he shits the bed, he shits it. Oh yeah, he big he, time. He shits. He he does a good job of sufficiently shitting when, uh, at the bed. Like I think once he did that that movie what was it The Village. Let's see. I think that's where he really he hasn't really recovered from all that like string of shitty movies. But like Signs was a pretty good movie. He did the Sixth Sense. That was that was pretty good. The Visit. What's the Visit? Um, this one when your fucking grandma like, oh, it's where the kids go to their their grandmas and at night they can't leave their room because their grandma fucking turns into like this possessed uh, fucking. Oh, he did Lady in the Water, huh? Um, he did Avatar: The Last Airbender, vill- uh, The Village. Yep. Signs, Unbreakable. Yep. The Happening, that was a shit movie. I don't remember that. After Earth, Will Smith and Jaden Smith, that was a shit movie. <laughs> Lady in the Water, yep. Split shit. Devil, Wide Awake, Praying with Angels. He fucking did not. Did he really? What? 
Okay, no. He wrote Stuart Little. He wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little. That's not a bad movie. <laughs> Why would M. Night Shyamalan write his, the screenplay for Stuart Little? That's Because that's his job. That's weird. I mean, I it sounds like he's on. He's about 60-40. Yeah. 60% bad, 40% good. Well, just from what I've read there, The Sixth Sense, I never saw The Visit, so I can't comment on that one. So Sixth Sense was good. Yeah. Avatar Last Night and Brinder, shit. Shit. Village was okay. Yeah. Signs was okay. It was, that, that was when that Joaquin Phoenix and... Unbreakable. That was good. Was good. Um, He's Bruce Willis. The Happening, that was shitty movie. After Earth, was Earth. shitty. Lady in the Water, eh. nah. Devil, shitty, and I'm I'm interested in Split. So, I I really think Split's gonna be good because that McAvoy, mm-hmm. dude, he's a fucking he's a kick ass actor. Split's running about an eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes that's, right now, so I mean that's not bad. I think it's because everyone still has a bad M Night taste in their mouth. Yeah, I think it's why. But like, but he's such a fucking like McAvoy is a good actor. Yeah, and it looks like he's gonna fucking like, like that character, that crazy ass character is gonna be fucking, like he's gonna play it well. So I think that's what's really gonna be. I'm excited for it. I I want to see that movie. Um, Miles Morales confirmed as lead in an animated Spider-Man film. Good for him. Miles Morales has been officially confirmed as the superhero behind the mask in the Sony Pictures upcoming animated Spider-Man film. The studio made the announcement on Twitter as part of it. It's Sony Animation Day presentation. I'm excited for this. I love Miles Morales. What's it going to be on? It's animated. It's just a movie? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Well, it's going to be in the theaters, but it's an animated film. But I want to see Miles Morales live action. I'm kind of waiting for it. I love Miles. I think he's he's a good successor to Peter. <laughs> and they kind of just need to, you know, everyone's like, the rebooting of th- Spider-Man again. God, we really need a new Spider-Man movie. You know what gets him to stop saying that? Miles Morales. <laughs> yes. We really need a new Spider-Man movie? Yes. We need a Miles Morales. Why? Because you don't know Miles Morales like I know Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah, and, and the funny part is if you look back on the story, he hasn't really done anything. <laughs> like really. I was sitting there. I was like, when I was reading, I, w- I picked up Spider-Gwen because it's part of a current storyline with, with Miles Morales. And I was sitting there reading it. I was like, you know, Miles really hasn't done a whole lot. <laughs> like, he's done stuff, but he hasn't done, like, Peter-level stuff. And it's just like, he's so, he's just... Maybe he needs to do Peter-level stuff. There's just that dynamic he's got. There's just something about him where you you root for he's him. He's intriguing. And I'm glad that he's getting his own, his own movie, but I wish it was more live action than animation. But I'll probably still see it. Yep. I know. Here's one that uh, you sent me today that uh, you're pretty excited about. Um, Guillermo del Toro will meet with Ron Perlman and Mike Magnolia about Hellboy 3. I think he did a poll on Twitter. Yep. Um, Guillermo del Toro wrote the first two Hellboy films. Um, he's uh, He excited Hellboy fans yesterday. With the promise um, that if his uh, informal Twitter poll received a hundred thousand votes, he would sit down with Ron Perlman and Mike Magnola to discuss a long hope for a third film. Um, as of this morning, the fans had spoken, and Del Toro's response on Twitter is saying, 
um, saying that we have gone past 100K votes. I will arrange a sit down with Ron and Magnolia to talk Hellboy 3. No guarantees, but we will discuss. Wish us luck. Fuck yeah. Because the first Hellboy was really good. I fucking, it's, I liked it a lot. The second Hellboy, eh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was kind of in the middle. So I think we need another, a third Hellboy just to knock it out of the park and, and have a nice trilogy and then close it at that. Well, Ron Perlman's been a very big advocate for Hell, Hellboy ever, ever since the second one. He's been advocating big time. We need it's Hellboy probably, 3. I want to do Hellboy 3. It's probably fun as fuck for him to play Hellboy. Yeah. But then you see people that are like, oh, I don't want to play these characters anymore. But then you see Ron Perlman who's like, I want to play this character again. You know, it's money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, even the Son of the Anarchy, he's he's kind of been in other things. I don't think no, he's, he's hurting for money. No. I, I really don't think he's hurting for money. <laughs> no, he's not. But, but you know, he, I think he just knows the fans want to see it. And he's all about it was raining. trying to give them, give them what they want. And he wants to play the character again. He obviously feels like they're not done Telling the Hellboy story. I like to. I like to have. I would like for them to fucking squeeze out one more good Hellboy movie. That's the thing. I'm not a fan of the movies. No. I like the comics. I it was but cool. I was just. I just. Hellboy never really stuck with me. It never grabbed me like this is a movie I'm down for and I need. I to like to redo the start the comic back at one and redo it. Aren't they? I thought they were. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Kevin Smith will direct another Supergirl episode in season two. Did you watch his Goldberg's episode? And has it come out yet? I don't think so. I don't think it has. So I, you can't have watched it. <laughs> Maybe um, it's on tonight. No, because he was just directing it, so it's probably not for Maybe a while. Maybe it's for the end of the season. After already leaving his mark on two episodes of The Flash, director Kevin Smith is set to leave his mark on Supergirl. All this um, On this Monday's episode titled Supergirl Lives, which was directed by Smith earlier this year, um, it was just announced today that Smith will be, in fact, directing another episode of Supergirl this season as he um, returns to direct episode 17. It has not yet been titled. Kevin Smith has also already asked to be part of next year's DC um, CW crossover as well. I think Kevin Smith has found his niche. I, I honestly do, too. We, it, directing TV shows. It begs the question, when's Arrow? You know, he's give the dude, and I would love to see him direct an episode of daredevil for netflix let he's wrote some he wrote some I pinnacle see him do an episode of bones he wrote a pin, some pinnacle daredevil stuff he gave you onomatopoeia like i would love to see onomatopoeia come to arrow or daredevil um i'd love to see him direct an episode of arrow i'd love to see him do an episode of daredevil he's good at that stuff if if you don't let him write the script you know, he'll do just fine. Yeah, he he did. He's a really good director. He's he a just, good director. His Flash episode was up there amongst one of the top Flash episodes. You just don't have to put Jay in every episode thing that you. No, do. but you know, I'm I'm a firm. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fanboy. Everybody knows it. And I'm a firm believer that his shit was good before he started smoking so much weed, and then that's when it went downhill. But if you don't let him write it, and you just kind of say, "Here you go, it's written, direct," he does a great job. And I think he, I would love to see him do more TV shows. But then again, I also... Stay away from trying to do like these little weird horror type psychological things. He needs to go back. He needs to give us Clerks 3. And we need Uh, Mallrats 2 already. He just needs to go back to making fun, dick and fart jokes, lighthearted movies. He needs to give us Clerks 3 before it becomes Clerks 3 Old Folks Home. 
right? Our retirement home. But that's what he needs to go back to do. He needs to stay. Don't we? Don't, you know, we don't need the psychological Kevin Smith thrillers. We don't need Jesus Christ. We don't need fucking Canadian Kevin Smith movies. Oh, come on. You know what though? I was gonna, gonna get I, one more. Yoga Hosers is actually pretty good. Moose Jaws. I, I've watched not like I've watched other movies, fuckers. I've, I've watched Yoga Hosers. I watched it three times. I've probably seen Yoga Hosers like four times. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's a it's a pretty good movie. I don't care what anyone says. It was a Kevin Smith movie. It's a guilty pleasure for me. When, when no matter which one, like the only Kevin Smith movie I can't really stand is Cop Out. But I like Jersey Girl. I like Dogma. That's I like, the best one. I love Dogma. I like all of his movies. And like on a rainy Saturday, if there's something else to do, I'll fucking watch them all. You know, it's just, it's a guilty pleasure for me. And I actually, no one actually caught it, but somehow we were talking about something. We were talking about, I don't know what we were talking about at work. And they said the platypus. I said, truth, uh, that you could tell how God has a sense of humor. Look yeah. at the platypus. <laughs> nobody, nobody knew what I was talking about. I was laughing. I was watching a thing. Um, online, I think it's on Facebook. It was an article I think Bleeding Cool did or Combo Resources did about Ben Affleck. Ben Flick. And it's like, um, Ben Affleck finally responds about the sad Affleck meme uh-huh. where he's in that interview with uh, the dude who plays Superman and they just put Simon and Garfunkel over it. <laughs> Have you seen, you've seen no. that? No, you haven't. <laughs> you should look up the sad, sad Ben Affleck meme. <clears throat> but, um, <laughs> it, they're doing an interview and like, um, the dude's talking Sad about Affleck? yeah. The dude's talking about the movie, and Ben's just kind of sitting there. <laughs> and they start playing Simon and Garfunkel over it. Which one it says? Uh, there's one from a day ago, and then there's another one from like March. It'd be the one from March. It's a, it's a minute and nine. Yeah, it's that one. Man, let's see. Batman versus Superman. Sad Affleck original video, right? Yeah. Get it? Well, yeah, it should be have Simon and Garfunkel over it. I don't know if you've had a chance to have a look at them or like your response to those or... No, uh, what they Well, it's, it's been getting a mixed response. This is it. Um, they're, they're like showing like a bunch of... No, it shouldn't be anything... Like I just wonder uh, whether that, how, how that makes you guys feel and whether it will even affect the film as such. Yes, well, it is. There you go. The interesting thing is that we, we Hello, darkness, it just like starts zooming in on his face. I've come to talk with you if anyone listening to the podcast wants to know it, it's just, uh, just go on YouTube and look at Sad Affleck. Send Badass like me. He's just sitting there like yeah. all like dumpy face. Yep. My fucking Superman's talking. He's just like spacing out. It like slowly like zooms in yep. on him. Like they didn't do that intentionally. Like someone dropped that to do it. Right. Because you just sat there quiet through the whole interview. Ben. I agree. <laughs> yeah. He just like spaced out and then I agree. But so they I did an interview with him and they asked him, they were like, you know, what doing these superhero movies, Batman, Superman. What did you learn from him? And his response was, I'll never do an interview with that dude again. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, and then um, the guy asked him, what are, what are some things people shout at you on the street? And of course he's like, uh, he's like, I always hear that I'm the bomb and phantoms, yo. Yeah. You know? And then he's like, and then about Batman. So I thought that was kind of funny that he's like, you know, you get all these iconic things and you just, it sticks with people. Like, 
he's like, I did that. You know, I'm the bombing fan. You know, that's from the nineties. He's <laughs> like, it just sticks with people, but you're welcome. You should be thanking Kevin Smith. Right. Um, update on a story that we uh, talked about last podcast. Uh, as far as Carrie Fisher and Lucasfilms, um, they were in talks about CGIing her. Well, Lucasfilms has uh, decided they have no plans on digitally recreating Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess Leia. Um, they're just going to change the script and they're going to let her legacy be that which is already there. She'll still be in episode eight, um, but it sounds like they're going to just write her out of episode nine. Ooh, damn. But she's dead. They should. Well, I just think they caught so much hell and backlash from um, CGI and Grand Moff Tarkin and in mm-hmm. her in Rogue One that it's just it was easier just not to do that to her her legacy and just kind of let her legacy be what it is. Um. A couple more things here <clears throat> before we get into comic book reviews. Um, d- here's here's one I'm ready. F- I'm sure you're gonna have a field day with. Um, <laughs> look, there's a dude. It's a video guy has been going around New York City chopping up selfie sticks. So people <laughs> are doing pictures. He runs up and he cuts their selfie stick and he runs away. Jesus. <laughs> um. Back to Logan. Um, oh, that's so funny. Logan director reveals whether X-23 will be the new Wolverine. Dude, that's so fucked up because he's cutting them and they're dropping on the phones. Yeah. Dude, look. He just runs <laughs> away. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's fucking funny. Up. All right, keep going. Um, James Mangold says there is currently no plan set in place to have X-23 replace Wolverine in the movies um, like she has in the comics. Um, no, so there's just gonna be there's there's just gonna be no more Wolverine at all. Yeah, apparently the the heads at Fox didn't even know who X twenty three was until he brought her up. Really? Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna leave this last. I'm gonna move on here and go to the next one, and I'll leave this last one uh, right before combo reviews because it'll kind of tie in. Um, Fox's X Men TV series will include Sentinels, with Legion set to premiere on FX this February. Fox is also set to debut their own Marvel show that connects to the X-Men universe. While some X-Men fans may not be too happy with the fact that these shows aren't technically part of the main X-Men film universe, then uh, the news about the Fox show should leave everyone excited. Not, um, not only will that show be much more in line with the, the traditional X-Men mythos, it will also feature Sentinels. Cool. So you will get Sentinels. And supposedly they're not going to be the Sentinels that you've seen in the movies, so hopefully they're more like the the classic looking Sentinel. But in the final news story tonight, like I said, that ties in with comic book reviews. DC Comics raises prices for monthly rebirth titles. What? We're not getting codes. them for free? No. <laughs> Whoever tells you that spreads fake news. Repeat. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. We spread fake news too on What the Fuck Friday, but we do it as as comedy. We're not really like meaning it to be. It's just know, something for us to fucking yeah. make fun of. But um, so DC Comics will raise the price of fifteen of its monthly rebirth series starting in April, with the cover price increasing from two ninety nine to three ninety nine. Which when we sat in that that didn't take long, not even a year. Not even a year. We sat in that press conference and they're like, "We're not raising prices on our books." 
two ninety nine. All books two ninety nine. We're lowering the price. Well, that didn't fucking take long. So they better not be putting on that shitty paper anymore. Um, along with the price increase, DC will offer download codes for a matching digital copy in the uh, affected comic books. So it's only the only thing they're raising the price on is the monthly titles. Yeah. The biweekly titles are still saying two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So if all you're reading is like I only read what my only monthly titles are Teen Titans and it, right now I think it's only Teen Titans and I think uh Super Sons. Well if be. you're reading Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Deathstroke, those will all remain two ninety nine. Which I don't see Flash mentioned in there either, so I'm sure Flash will stay tuned in. Everything that's bi everything that's bi weekly is staying yeah. two ninety nine. So if you're reading anything uh, that's a monthly title, such as All-Star Batman, Batgirl, Batgirl and Birds of Prey, Mm -hmm. Batman Beyond, Batwoman, Blue Beetle, Cyborg, The Hellblazers, New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Super Sun, Supergirl, Superwoman, Teen Titans, Titans, and Trinity, you're going to see a dollar increase to $3.99. So I'll have three books that will be a dollar more. It'll be Super Sons, Batman Beyond, and Teen Titans. That's only raising on a physical copy. If you still download your comics or you get them digitally through the DC app, they still remain two ninety nine. Who wants digital copies? I know. I know eventually it'll probably be just be the way it is, which would actually almost be a good thing if you think about it. it would take a lot of these speculative people out. It would take a lot of these people who are just in it to flip money because once they're digital copies, there's no... How do you put a value on a digital copy? You can't because you can be recreated easily. Because it can be recreated, so I mean, it would it would only stick. The only people who would stick through that are people who enjoy that destroys comics. the comic book market. Then it destroys a lot of it because it, it takes the flippers out, mm-hmm. it takes the the speculators out, it takes the people who just buy it to does away with these fucking ridiculous variants with three hundred dollar cover prices. Yes, so that's all. It's good or bad. That's all the news I got for this week. Um, and I'm Kyle. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just again we were, we trashed on Rebirth, then we kind of revindicated Rebirth, and now I kind of feel like DC's like, all right, we got you guys now. You're sucked in. You're 14, 15 issues into Rebirth. We can raise the prices on some of these titles. People won't even notice. And you know, I'm I'm kind of sad that it's going to be Teen Titans. I look forward to Teen Titans. You're still gonna buy it. It's no, I'm book. still gonna. Yeah, I'll still buy it. But people are still gonna spend what they spend on comics. You're still gonna spend what you spend, but if the price goes up, you're just gonna buy less titles. You're gonna spend the same because you've allotted yeah. that amount. So if you're if you're weekly, like my my weekly average is about twenty bucks, twenty to twenty five, depending on the week. Yeah, but it averages out to about twenty bucks. Now what I'm going to do is I'm not gonna spend more. I'm not going to spend less. I'm just not going to read as much. I'm going to, something will go by the, I will really decide what I'm, I like and don't like. Like something that I just read to read that I don't really care about. I won't be so inclined to go, I won't be so oh, inclined well, to buy it. I don't, I haven't read Nightwing in three weeks, but I already have all these issues. I'm just going to keep buying it. See, like I only buy Batgirl because it's Raphael Albuquerque draws it. Yeah. I don't read it at all. But that might be one title that I drop now because. I'm not going to pay an extra dollar just because it's Ralph. You know, you're supporting the artist, but you're not reading the book. So you're, I read the you're first few, and then it just wasn't my. I did. It just wasn't my taste. But I like. Yeah. I like his art. If he comes, I'll just have him fucking sign them all. Yeah. 
supporting the creative team, but it's just not. Yeah. But I don't know. But um, yeah. So that'll do it for the news this week. Hopefully, you guys were entertained. Um, let's move on to do some some comic book reviews real quick. Comic book. I got four books. Kyle has four books. Matt has one, two, three, four, five books. Holy shit! Well, why don't you start since I started last week? I did three books on my own last week. <laughs> okay. I actually I'm going to start with. I'll do Nightwing. Why don't you start with Nightwing? Why don't you start with that new book? Can we start with curse words. Start with curse sure, words. start with curse words. So the big speculative book of the week. I just bitched about speculative books, but the big spec the big the fucking the big hey, the big the book the, the bi- lighter Jesus of, fucking Christ the lighter of speculative books. The, the word on the street book was curse words by Charles Soule. Um, so I decided there was a few covers I picked up. Not being a Scotty Young fan, I actually bought his cover because I liked it the best. Because it was um, the guy's name is Wizard. He was act- he's actually peeing magic onto uh, the Harry Potter clothing. His name's Wizard. W i z o r d. Wow. So what it is is it starts. This book starts out uh, with this dude with this long white beard. It's like you want to see a magic trick. He flicks a cigarette lighter. All of a sudden, all these fucking colors and all this crazy shit happens. And the dude's like, I'm a rapper. I'm the shit. I already hit number ones, but I want to be platinum. My wish is to be platinum. He said, you get a wish, but there's three technicalities to your wish. It could be no cures, no wars, no love. You can't, those wishes cannot be done. He's like, motherfucker, I want to be platinum. So, so he turns them into platinum. So he turns them platinum. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck yeah. And then he's like, hell no, I can't feel shit. I feel like a fall asleep foot. Yeah. So, and then what happened was another wizard, he, this guy had all these like enchantment spells to hide where he was. But since that spell that turned that guy platinum used so much magic that this other fucking dude found him and it exploded. And then what it does is it they kind of battle a little bit and then it kind of spins back. And it goes back to, uh, they fight, like I said, you know, and then it kind of goes back to when that guy wizard, like he kind of, when he shows up here, he shows up like Central Park and they're like from a different universe and everything. Like he doesn't even understand English. So it sounds like gibberish to him. Uh So his first encounters with a couple cops that it's like gibberish. So he like, he freezes them like in the statues. And what his goal here was, he was supposed to put this spell on the earth to like enslave everybody, and could like or get rid of them. But what he does is he he sets up shop here, and he he has a talking mouse, by the way. But what he does is the first thing he does is he goes to like, uh, it it shows it shows like his first like couple months here is what this first issue is. So he goes to like uh. Like this high health kind of food store, you know, it's got lots of pills and lots of, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean. He, and he, he comes there and he gets a bunch of shit. So that first thing he needs to do is he makes a translation spell, so he knows what the fuck everybody's saying to him. Yeah. And then what he does is it, it kind of goes through day seven, day eight. He kind of checks everything out and he's like, 
you know, like on day 10. So is this book more like less, it's not so much about curse words like fuck as it is in like the magical sense of curse. Yes. Like you put curses on people. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. yes. I expected it to be like F-bombs and no. cursing and it, all over this. And I'm just like, where where does this? And like, you know, and like he's like, he's like intrigued because like, you know, where he's from and stuff like people were slaves. Like it's, it's, it, he's like. He's like, we're all these people's masters, and the the, the hot Whoa. dog cart dude is like, there ain't no masters. We don't have slaves here anymore. That's not just the way it is. He's like, like where do you come from, man? And like, it like zucks back to like, you know, there's all these people like slaves like turning some kind of huge wooden, yeah, you know, like which or like rowing a ship Dial. kind of thing. But yeah. Like, yeah, but you can see it's like they're like turning yeah. some kind of thing, and you know, there's no nobles. There's no you know, slaves is nothing like that. And what he does is he's, he's making this, uh, this potion, what it's supposed to, this curse type thing. He's it's supposed to engulf, like he's there on orders and he's supposed to like engulf the earth with this. And he's like, and he's like, so he's like, you know what I'm going to do before I do this? He's like, I'm going to check this place out. So like, you know, day 15, he's on an aircraft carrier day 20. He's fucking, eating a Nathan's hot dog on the subway. <laughs> uh, day 25, he's like at the library. Uh, day day 36, he's like chilling with some chick. And he's like, and then he, he's, the last day he's done everything, he's like, he's about to, you know, uh, he goes, in the name of my lord and master, Jizaji, this world shall, it shall. And he was like, you know, he's got like this potion in his hand, he's about to throw it down. He goes, you know what? And then the next panel is he's kicking it with some chick on the beach. <laughs> he's just, what he's decided to do is, uh, uh, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? He's going to become like, he's going to show that magic and he's like, he's going to become important and he's going to be like, people are going to, everybody's going to worship him. And, and that's kind of, so the first thing he does is he, he walks up, you know, and he's like, he goes back to central park and he's like, on day 45 and he's like everybody's like looking at these statues but they're not the statues it's the first cops that when he got there he had he had made them into statues and the dude's like he's like these two you know guardians of peace on their noble steeds says they're frozen the dude's like it's art dude they're fucking statues what are you talking about he's like no it's magic watch and he fucking unfreezes them so it becomes this big rule when you know the news like takes off and everybody's talking about wizard this this wizard guy and he's like you know so then he's like cutting his hair and he's getting all dressed wizard. up he, you know instead of having like long wizard hair he's, it's all short and he's got like a hipster haircut and shit mm. but you can't fuck with the beard it's still got magic in it and uh so that's what he's kind of doing like you know there's like he's like granting wishes like he's got this big loft in the middle of new york now and he's like granting wishes and like these these Generals come up to him and he's like, "Sorry, can't help you, General. No cures, no wars, no love. It's part of the thing." And you know he's granting like he's made one this guy this badass fucking pitcher for the for the Yankees and shit. And he's you know he's like intriguing everybody with its magic and and then it rolls back to where it was and uh, the this other dude was sent back from their world because he's not fulfilling what he was supposed to. He was he was there for the allotted amount of time and then you know their plan, you know, what he was supposed to do with that potion, he didn't do. So he ends up fighting 
that dude, they end up fighting in the middle of a Yankees game. Wow. And he ends up killing them and sending them back all disfigured. And, uh, and he says, you know, you want to, you know, he's, he's doing it in front of everybody. She's showing that he's the good magic guy that, you know, like everybody wants, you know. And uh, it sends back and then it, it kind of clips back to the, their world. And he's talking, he's talking to the boss man. They're like, you need to go back and uh, uh, fix this. You need to, you know, make it right. You're supposed to do what we need to do. And he's like, anything for you, boss. And then this chick walks up and he's like, she's like, I'll take care of it. And she's like, he's like, well, there's like a relationship between you guys. I don't know about that. And she's like, that's not going to fucking get in the middle of it. And then they fucking, and then it ends with him like taking off, you know, like, out of fucking Yankee Stadium, I'm here to help, and all this magic, and that's kind of where it ends. So that's interesting. Curse words, not as fucking shit aspect, but more of it's more of a magic story. It was fucking pretty cool, actually. You know what? It was actually a really good book. Uh, this is my pick of the week. Actually, it's not Batman. It's actually this one. It's actually pretty cool. Who draws it? I mean, Charlie Saul writes it. Who draws it? Um, Ryan Brown. And they had a bunch of covers. There was one. There's one cover going for like forty bucks right now. But I just picked up the. I don't like Scotty Young, but I thought it was funny that he was pissing on all the Harry. He was pissing magic under the Harry Potter clothes. So I thought that was pretty good. I give this book a. It was the first issue. There's kind of a lot going on. It's like a lot of first issues, um, but I give it an eight five. Seems like it's pretty good. All right, sleepy. It's your turn. All right, let's do it. Um, let's see. Uh, which one do I want to do? Uh, fucking do Power Rangers. Um, uh, Power Rangers eleven. Is that Kyle Higgins still? Boom Studios, Kyle Higgins. Yes, it is. Um, they have released a black dragon oh. zord onto the Angel Grove that pretty much destroyed. All the Power Rangers and the Zords and the Megazord, and in doing so, it sucked Tommy and Billy into a alternate dimension of Angel Grove, where it's ruled by Rita, and it kind of um, takes a a turn to a, a storyline where if the Green Ranger was n- never broke his um, the spell that Rita had over him, so they're kind of following that and. They have the Rangers in there, but they're like a an elite task force now, kind of like like soldiers. So they have uh-huh. like the the Mastodon task force, which is a bunch of uh, dudes dressed up like the Black Power Ranger with guns and stuff, trying to hunt down Billy and Tommy. And they end up breaking free, and they're like, "Well, if this is the replica of our school or our town, uh, we'll just go to our school." And they head for the Angel Grove High School, and it turns out to be the um, Correct, uh, an Angel Grove Correctional Facility, um, and so they're they're running away from the task force, and they come across the which I thought was really cool. If you're a Power Rangers fan and kind of know the the timelines, they come across the power the command center and it's all destroyed, and then it shows their um their ninjas or well their later zords. So you've got like the the red dragon. Zord and the Pegasus and they have all these other Zords there that are are destroyed with the command center and then Tommy's standing there and a little voice comes out from underneath the rubble 
um, calling down or calling up to Tommy and he, you know, he calls him Tommy, Tommy Oliver and Billy Cranston. They call him by their names. And, um, is this last, I think it's Billy, Billy Cranston. Um, I thought it was Brian. No, that's the actor. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, Tommy's like, we need to go figure out what's calling us. And he kind of jumps down to the rubble pile and Billy's like, I'm not going to, have any part of that, I'll wait up here. And everyone who's a, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan knows that once the green candle went out, Billy or Tommy was no longer the Green Ranger and became the White Ranger and got a sword named Saba. Well, it's it turns out to be Saba, the sword who's talking to him, is down and encased in this like power grid. And uh, he breaks Saba out and takes him. And he's they're making their way back up top when they get found out by the, the task, the Rangers task force. And that's when um, a few issues back, they and it's been in the news too. They debuted, they debuted a new Power Ranger. This kind of like weird, like White Ranger looking hybrid. Uh-huh. That's kind of cool. And it turns out to be the older, more grizzled. He takes his mask off, and it turns out to be the older, more grizzled Tommy Oliver, who's still under Rita's control. So it's kind of a, uh, I kind of like it. It it's been a good take. Like they finally, they they've been exploring more in depth about. In the in the book than they did in the show about the control Rita had over him as a Green Ranger and in the show it's kind of like she broke that control and she still had a little bit of it but it wasn't like Kyle Higgins has really dove into that storyline in the book and he's kind of now made it his own and it's it's very interesting I still feel like it's very much like watching reading the show or watching the show so it's still got a nostalgia factor um, I would honestly probably give this issue a seven point well I'd give it an eight out of ten. Damn the dude who one of the dudes in Robocop died. Really? Yeah. Damn. Oh uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Miguel. What did you give uh curse words? Eight five. Did you? Yeah. I'll do Nightwing real quick. Alright. Get ready all you dickheads. Oh man. This one was uh I I dropped that book by the way. Where we left off was the Nightwing and like the secondary villains that had been run out of I don't Gotham. feel bad about it either. Um they're trying to find out who's setting up Is that fucking killer whale still in there? No, like that it, it Orca took off. Oh. But where this one had left off is they were finding this like real estate mogul guy and they, they thought he was Wait, the it lead. Took, it took a team of People to beat up a real estate mogul. No, no, no. They found him like that. That's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. No. But in the last issue, they had came up to him. They're trying to. That was like their lead as to who was uh, setting all these people up in their their little uh, community group uh-huh. up for murder. And they thought, and they found this guy, the the real estate guy, all beat up in the alley. And he said, "The last person in this group that they haven't got to is the mayor. So you need to save the mayor." So. And then they they kind of they're like they're like this is too much for us. People already don't like us. We're already second rate villains. You know nobody nobody likes us. Nobody wants us here. So this is just over our heads. We just the cops need to take care of this. And Nightwing's like no, you know it's not like that. And they kind of you know they kind of leave him. You know he says maybe we don't think of ourselves as villains anymore, but it doesn't mean we're good enough to be the heroes either. And they all kind of walk away and uh, so. Nightwing takes off, and then it shows uh, Defacer. She is being 
Nightwing knows that she didn't murder, but she was set up for murder. And so she's talking to this detective and the detective's like, uh, you know, if you do something for me, I'll do something for you. And that's kind of where it, where it leaves off. And then it shows uh, Nightwing uh, trying to show up to the mayor's office and he gets there just as this other villain type person is there. He busts the window just as that guy's there, like trying to, to kill the mayor. And, uh, so they kind of fight and he's got like, it's where he's got almost like a, uh, like a Robin Damien mask on. Yeah. Kind of, huh? Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. (laughs) But what happens is they kind of fight and he throws them out the window and, just as the mayor gets thrown out the window, like Deface like it's got her jetpacks on and, and saves him and brings him back down and, and so Nightwing jumps down and uh he's talking to her and he's like you know, he's like, You saved me, don't move you know, and like the police come in and that dude, that kid takes off and so Nightwing has to like jump out the window to get away from you know, the police shooting at him. And he gets down there and, and he comes up to deface her. And he's like, you know, where's the mayor? And she's like, don't worry, I dropped him off right where he needed to be by a bunch of cops. It's all good. And she's like, uh, he's like, how did you get away from the cops? And she's like, I'm sorry, Nightwing. I had to do what I had to do. And he's like, what? And he goes, boo. And this detective has got her gun to his head. And she's like, she tells Defacer, I owe you one and you owe me a cup of coffee. And she's got the gun pointed at Nightwing and she's like, It's time we go for a ride. Oh no. And that, so, that's so how porno De- starts. Right? So Defacer kind of. Uh, that's how Nightwing porno starts, everyone. Yep, you get double crossed and the and the lady detective gets a bow chicka bow wow. You go for a ride. Go for a ride. Have a good time. This was kind of. I'm sticking with Nightwing. I don't care how bad it gets. I'm just going to keep reading it. I think it's going to pick up, though. Bailed on it. But I'm giving this issue a 7.5. Bailed on it. <laughs> uh, Spider-Gwen, number 16. I am not reading Spider-Gwen. I used to, but I am no longer. I only picked this issue up because it is po- the second part um, of Sitting in a Tree, which is the story that, picked, that started in um, last week's Spider-Man issue with Miles. In her, uh, Miles goes to um, I can't remember where Earth is. I think it's Earth sixty five. Fucking, I can't keep up with all these Earths in the fucking Marvel universe now. Welcome to Earth sixty five. Earth sixty five. So many Earths. There's so many Earths to be welcomed to. You know, you know what I'm saying. So many Earths. I know what you are saying. Welcome to to Earth sixty five. Um, but uh. Anyways, so Miles is looking for his dad, and he he kind of uses the the dimensional watch that he um, got from. He's given a dimensional watch that he was using in Spider Verse from uh, the fucking head of Shield. Um, so he goes to her dimension looking for his father, and he runs into Spider Gwen, and him and Spider Gwen kind of have this whole conversation, and then. Um, she runs into Matt Murdock and all of his ninjas. Because in this, he's not Daredevil. He's still a blind lawyer, but he's he's more of a ninja. Um, he tells him that she can be found at the Scorpion Club. Uh, so they kind of 
go to the Scorpion Club. Gwen dresses up undercover, and Miles follows her to Spider-Man, and she's in there texting him while she's in there. And she finds out they're pretty much doing like an underground uh, ring selling of um, superhero goods. So like uh, Titan Man's armor, uh, the Wizard Mind's helmet, Cable's plasma cannon, um, Taskmaster's shield is there, um, Titanium Man's arm, um, Super Adaptoid's head and torso, and... uh, they're kind of looking at the Shocker's gauntlets. They're kind of looking at all this stuff. And then she gets attacked by Dr. Octopus um, or Octavius. And then Miles knocks out Octavius. And then as he turns around, there's his dad. Um, and uh, his dad is kind of like, you're awful scrawny to be any kind of man. And so it's it's that world's version of his dad. And that's kind of where it leaves off. Because his dad is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and she, he went undercover for S.H.I.E.L.D., if you remember my mm-hmm. review from the last issue, and he's kind of went dark, so they're they're trying to find Whoa. him. So, and I'm not talking about skin color. Whoa. That is good, quickly. Um, and then I'll do, because you have, you have Batman and Venom, too, right? Yeah. What other books do you have? That's it. That's it. All right, so I'll do Spider-Man. Uh a clone conspiracy. This is Spider-Man 23. I was supposed to get the issue, I believe three mm-hmm. of the clone conspiracy or issue four. Um, but this one got put in my box instead by mistake. So I'll, I'll have to review that one next week when I get it. But this was actually a nice tie. And I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, the covers in Alex Ross cover. It's got Gwen kind of like lifting up Peter's mask and it starts off. Um, we, Peter's kind of in this community with everyone that the, that Ben Riley and the Jackal have brought back to life. And uh, they're trying to convince him that they're real and that they need his help to make to, to sustain them because they don't have this pill. What brought him back to life wears mm-hmm. off and they kind of like disintegrate. So they're trying to convince Peter to join them to help them out. And he has this whole conversation with Gwen, which is kind of really as a major callback to 121. And it kind of pulls on the heartstrings where she's like, you know, my dad died. He, she fingers, She finally figures out he's she Spider-Man. Fingers. Yeah, she fingers. She finally figures out that he's Spider-Man. Like, he, she's like, we're alone. You can remove the mask. Because up until this point, she never knew he was Spider-Man. So he, he does it, and they're talking. And she's like, you know, you were there when my dad died. You were the last person to hear my dad's final words. What did he say to you? And he was like, you're right. I was. And he told me to protect you. She's like, but you didn't. And he's like, you're right, I didn't. And he was like, she was like, I was awake up on the bridge. I heard Green Goblin call you Peter and, and say all this stuff to you. And she was like, he was like, so you died angry at me. And he's like, no. She was like, no, I died loving you even to that point. But I felt betrayed because he didn't do all these things at Spider-Man that he was supposed to do. And she kind of asked him how many other people have died feeling that way because of your actions. And he's like a lot. So she kind of has this whole like guilt trip thing for him. And she's asking him, begging him and pleading with him, like, you know, help us make me real. And he's like, you're not real. You're not the real Gwen Stacy. I've dealt with clones of Gwen Mm -hmm. Stacy before. You're not the real Gwen Stacy. And she's kind of like, who are you to tell me I'm real? Who are you to tell me that I'm not the real Gwen Stacy and, and everything? She's like, I have all her memories. I remember everything, feelings, everything. And uh, he was like, you're not real. And he kind of just takes off. 
and she she's kind of starts second guessing. She's like, "What if I'm not real?" And then they kind of have everyone. Everyone's there, like tarantula, rhino, pretty much everyone he's ever killed is there and brought back to life. And they all just start attacking him. And Peter's trying to go find the jackal to see what's actually going on. Because if you remember up to this point, the jackal that was revealed was Ben Riley. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to go find the real jackal to see what the hell is going on. And they all kind of turn on him. And that's, uh, that's where this story ends. Like he, she kind of gives him a shit for, you know, mistaking spider Gwen as her. And he was like, she was like, she doesn't look like me. Like she's a lot younger than me. And, uh, he was like, well, you guys have a lot more in common than you think. Like she's in a, um, she basically, she didn't know that Peter hooked up with Mary Jane. Cause she, she asked him, are you happy? Were you married? And he was like, yeah, me and Mary Jane got married at, for a point. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of, you know, c- kind of comparing her life to Spider Gwen's and, and everything like that. But it left off with everyone who wasn't supposed to be attacking him now attacking him. And he's trying to go to the Jackal to get some, uh, to find out what's going on. So I'll know more once I actually get the, the Spider-Man clone conspiracy <laughs> issue uh, when I go back to my comic shop. But... I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice tie-in. I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm a huge like so anytime they tie it into older stories like 121, it really hmm. really gets me. Um, did I give did I give Spider Gwen a review? Anyways, I give Spider Gwen a seven five. Um, Spider-Man Clone Conspiracy, Amazing Spider-Man twenty three. The tie-in, I'm gonna give it an eight. So yeah. I know it sounds all over the place, but you got to kind of read Clone Conspiracy to to get what's going on because it's just a tie-in. But I'm glad I picked it up because the cover is awesome. Yep, Alex Ross. And it's it was actually a really nice story since I'm a huge, like, that's my all-time favorite book is 121. So it, to me, that is the book where Spider-Man definitively became. That was his definitive turning moment. <laughs> so Yes, it was. All right. Venom number three. Yeah, this book is fuck. It's news fest. Yeah, you know it. It's three issues in. It's, in it's, it's Venom going. I don't want to be bad. I'm not supposed to be bad. I don't want to be with this person, but I have to be with this person. Yeah, and that's well, that's kind of what it is. It kind of like you see this opens up with the Venom home planet, and you kind of see the symbiotes taking over all these different creatures, and they're like the symbiotes were made to you know attached to a host to do good things. And he's like, I came to Earth and I attached to a and host. And they really have no f- memories or history or nothing right. because they, they latch on to their hosts and they that becomes their... Yeah. And uh, he was like, I came to this Earth and I've... I've five minutes. Huh? I'd leave in five minutes. I've done nothing but host... Um, you know, I've done nothing but attach myself to hosts that have rejected me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he doesn't want to kill anyone. And then he's like, I got one that re- redeemed me and turned me into a, a good guy again with Flash Thompson. And he's like, I don't want to go through that again. So essentially this whole thing is basically him going back and forth saying, I don't want to kill anybody as his new host is being hunted by the FBI. Yep. And they kind of want to work with him now. But what he doesn't know is that the old carrier of the host, the Scorpion, is now after him. And that's where it ends. Yep. I give this book a 6.5 because it's a fucking bore. It was kind of a boring issue. How fast we ran through that review should tell you that it was fucking bore. 
And a best for last, Batman. fucking Batman 15, He's st- Rooftops Part 2. It's King is still killing it. He is still killing it. When this book picked up, they were after Coitus. After Coitus, yep. <laughs> That's where this book picks up. They get it on. Which cover did you get? You got the other cover. Yeah, which cover did you get? Oh, I got the better cover. Yeah. There wasn't... Yeah, fuck it. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty much... It, they're pretty much going back and forth. I mean, they're, they're pretty much telling each other that they love each other. This is pretty much how this book starts out. I mean... And then it's... uh. Yeah, they, they're reminiscing about the first time he caught her. Yeah. And she was dressed up like an old woman trying to steal jewels and things. And she tells, she confesses her love for him. She says, I love you, Bat. And he says, I love you, Cat. Yep, they love each other. And then it's going, you know, they're putting their clothes on and they're well-placed a hand or foot there that, that blocks. So you don't see Selena's naked ass, which I was kind of disappointed in. And then she bails. Yep. And then she she says, catch me. And she jumps off the rooftop and then he loses track of her. And then he asks Alfred to um, to run the name um, of um, Holly Robinson because mm-hmm. that's who who she Kat brought said, up. Yeah, she used an alias for. And he goes into Jim Gordon, who's like talking to himself in the mirror and in his underwear. And he asks her to he asks to know about more about her. And Jim Gordon kind of calls in a favor for him to unrelease those those case files. So Batman finds out who she is and uh, it cuts to this woman. She's like pissed off because Gotham's so fucking noisy and shit. And Batman comes behind her and he's like, he comes, comes behind the real one. And he's like, I know you're innocent. You know, I know cat's innocent, blah, blah, blah. She's kind of told me everything. Um, We're old friends. She's trying to protect you. Do you know where she is? And she kind of tricks Batman. She's like, yeah, I gave her, she gave me a cell phone so I can reach her anytime I need to. And he was like, she was like, maybe you can use it to, to contact her if it helps. And she goes to give it to her. Well, she pulls out a fucking knife out of the drawer and she slits Batman's throat. Fuck yeah. And he fucking falls to the ground bleeding and she takes off and like Alfred is talking to him as he's trying to like escape. But his wounds, like he, he dives off to try and make it to the next rooftop. But his wound is so bad that he he misses and starts to fall. And then you see Catwoman's whip come in and grab him by the foot. And she's like, um, you see, Bats, always upside down. Uh, I didn't tell you. Uh, I didn't tell you. You catch me. Or me catch you. And um, so then she basically takes him back to Wayne Manor where he's getting worked on. And Alfred's there. And Selena... Um, pretty much tells Alfred everything that, you know, this girl was in her, her orphanage and she was troubled. So Selena took her under her wing and tried to train her and, and it didn't help. help her force her anger. And it didn't help. And that she's actually the one that killed the 237 people yep. and that because Selena is attached to her and, and her friend and the only person that, you know, Selena was there for her for everything and knows her past that she's taken the fall for her and kind of, um, he's asleep and, um, he she asks Alfred to give Batman a message. Um, she says, "Alfred," and she says, "Yes, Miss Kyle." He's like, "Uh, when he wakes, would you tell him something for me? Tell him, tell him I was the streets. I'm sure of it. 
Um, I will gladly relay the message, Alfred says, but please, if Master Bruce wishes to respond, how shall you reach you? She says, oh, you know, there are so many rooftops in the city. I'm bound to be on one of them. And, uh, and he's like, she took it, Alfred. And then it cuts back to Bruce in the, in the back cave and he's kind of suiting back up. Um, and he's like, she took it as if it belonged to her, as if it was always belonged to her. She stole it. And, and, um, Alfred says, I'm sorry, master Bruce. I don't quite understand. He's like, I obviously conducted a detailed inventory after Miss Kyle left. Everything appeared surprisingly to be in order. He's like, what did she steal, sir? He's like, the night, Alfred, the night. She stole the night. She stole his penis and her vagina. And so what he what he's saying is he was essentially supposed to be taking her in. And he was like, we're going to go in tonight. And she kept begging. And she kept saying, no, I'll wait till tomorrow. I yep. want it tonight. I want tonight. And she ended up taking it from him. Yep. So she ended up getting her wish and she stole her wish. So and that's the end of that. And the next issue begins. I am Bane part one. I give this book a nine out of ten. Yeah, it was a nice close to that little. I don't know if it's going to tie back in, but it, very poetic story arc. Yeah, it was really good. It was a nice Catwoman story arc. Um, I dropped my phone on my book. I dented it. That sucks. Just like your head. Just like my head. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. That's com book reviews. Um, hope. You guys enjoyed it. Let us know oh, what you 40, picked up this week. You? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you picked up this week. Let us know what you're reading. Let us know what your thoughts on anything that we reviewed is. If you agreed with our ratings, if you didn't agree with our ratings, let us know on social media. This Facebook. is our new attitude. We don't care yeah. if, if you disagree with us. <laughs> Facebook or Twitter. You know how you know how it goes. Uh, remember to get Facebook's out there. and the best, though. Remember to get out there and hit us up with those fucking iTunes reviews. We appreciate those. Need more of those. Let's get Let's get some iTunes reviews, people. Um, remember, if you want shirts, we sell shirts. Um, if we get enough interest in shirts, we'll come up with some new designs. Or um, if you guys just want one of the old designs, we yeah. can do that too. We can make those again. We have to see some interest. We want you guys to participate in this. If anybody out there is a graphic designer, we can always use more more designs. Um, yeah, if you guys want to help out the show in any way possible, we appreciate that, whether it's through Patreon or leaving reviews or if you want to do designs for us for shirts. <laughs> um you know, there'll, there'll be some some kickback. We'll have to work some of that stuff out as to how much you know we'll. You'll have our split undying gratitude. You. Shut up. We'll split with you for <laughs> your designs, but um, stuff like that. You know, you know how it is. You know how it do. They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. It do do. Yeah. But for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. Have a great weekend, everyone. 